Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome, and I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach, and I'm a bold stand for confidence, and I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, what's going on? Welcome to the podcast. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Yo, I'm hyped as fuck to talk about this topic, y'all. Listen to me. First of all, I just want to say thank you for being here. I love you. I honor you. I appreciate you. I've been getting so much incredible feedback. And you guys have been sharing the podcast. You've been sharing it so much. And I I just appreciate. Like, shout out to you. Thank you for sharing this with, with the women that you know it will help. Thank you for leaving me a review on iTunes. It takes like five seconds. If you haven't done it yet, please do it so more people can find this podcast. Uh, yeah, thank you. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you. I get a lot of, as you know, or you may not know, if you don't know, now you know. I got two kids, a two-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old, Nava. His name is Nava, like Navajo, without the ho. And Hamish, my husband, tried to call him Navajo. I'm like, no, honey. He is American. We are going to do the no-ho. We're not going to add the ho to that. That's not going to be cool. And then my other son, Raven, who is about to be five in May, he is a pocket rocket. So I got these two homeboys, two boys, and I run a business. And I get so many mothers that message me and ask me about motherhood and business and how the hell are we doing this and how can we be good mothers and how do you navigate you know the mom guilt how do you navigate cooking cleaning being the mother trying to do all the things and having a good business like all these questions about motherhood and business and I honestly believe that this is a series like we need like five more podcast episodes about this so I will do as many as I feel I need to do on this So that you ladies out there can get it clear that you do not have to make a choice. A, be a great mother or B, have a successful business. You don't have to make a choice. You can have both. You can choose both. I'm not choosing. I'm a fucking fantastic mother. I love the shit out of my kids and I'm rocking my business. Now, with that being said, here's a little caveat. You cannot, I repeat, you cannot do it all in either of those areas. I talk about this shit a lot jokingly, but I'm serious. Like, I can't have a sick-ass podcast, you know, run amazing events, have 200 women in the sisterhood, do live coaching calls, cook my kids organic food, do juices by hand, clean my whole house, suck my husband's dick, have a great sex life, have a thin body, have the best wardrobe in the world, be a be a friend to every single one of my friends and see them all the time. I can't fucking do all that. Be the best daughter. Nobody can. Stop trying to do all that shit. Stop it. I'm a great mother that has given up some shit that right now for me is not important. For example, 
cooking organic meals by hand for my children, reading them bedtime stories every single night. Some nights I do, some nights my husband does. Some nights we just go to bed. Trying to do all the things in my business. Trying to be all the things to all the people in my life. Fuck that. I do not clean. Y'all know I did a whole podcast about mama stop cleaning. And it's not that I'm saying I want you to be a dirty bitch. But you need to understand there there are some things you're going to need to sacrifice. To let go of in order to have other things that are more important to you. That's not bad. That's up to you. What is more important to you? I don't give a fuck about cleaning. You will come over my house and I will have shit everywhere. And I don't give a damn. It like does not bother me. To some women, it bothers them. Some women are like, I can't have anybody come over and see this mess. Cool. We'll get a cleaner. Ask your kids to help you. Tell your husband or partner to clean. Hire someone. Don't be trying to do everything, girlfriend. Because that's when you fuck it up for yourself. That's when you can't have it all because you're trying to do ridiculous shit. Give up. Listen, I love cooking, y'all. Love cooking. I love cooking. I love big kitchens as well. And I have a small kitchen at the moment where in our house where we live. And I, when I get to my mother-in-law's house, I'll be like, let's cook some shit up. Because first of all, she's there so she could watch my little homeboys. I have a lot of space and support so that I can cook with love, time, you know, all my tools. I have space. When I'm at home, I'm not cooking shit. Me and Hamish order these meals and I'm about to try these or vegan ones. I just want to try something different. And we order these meals and me and Hamish eat these meals. They're like, uh, it's a, it's a gym thing. Cause my husband owns a gym and they're like fitness meals. So it's fitness delivery meals. They come in this thing. They sit in the refrigerator. You put them in the microwave. That shit ain't sexy. That's not sexy that they come in. The, you got to put them in the microwave. They're not frozen by the way. They're delicious. Oh my God. They did a great job with these. They are delicious. The, the ones we use is muscle chef. So good. The thing is for me, baby, it's easy, girl. I gotta be, I gotta be easy. I can't be doing shit that is going to take too long because remember you're working all day. Then you come home. You got to pick up kids. I pick up my kids from the childcare. When I pick them up, they're ready for bed. They're just like, they're terrible. They're so tired because they've been playing with friends all day. Hard life that these little kids have, <laughs> you know, they've been getting books read to them all day, having a blast. And then I pick them up and they just want to sleep and cry. And they're just grumpy as fuck. Then I got to go home. I'm by myself because my husband is working. And when I'm home by myself, I got to cook, figure out what I'm going to do for dinner. I don't fucking want to do that. I'm exhausted. So you better believe if there was a service, listen to me out there. This is the innovation of business and women. Do what you can. If you're a stay at home mom, what can you do? Please create, please create meals for children. If somebody did that shit, I would pay a mother or a woman, another person to make food for my kids. Obviously, if it was like safely made and all that jazz. And they could deliver it. Yo, I would be all up in that. I would never cook another meal for my children again. And I would be happy with that. And I don't make it mean that I'm a bad mom. And I don't make it mean that I'm too lazy. And I don't make it mean that I don't give a fuck. I make that shit mean that I'm a boss bitch. And I'm too busy doing other things that are more important to my mission and my life right now. Than worrying about cooking organic fucking carrots and smashing potatoes and bullshit. And secretly putting things into the spaghetti so my kids will eat it. But I also want my kids to be like full of nutrients and eat good food, but I can't have it all. Do you get it? I can't also be the one cooking it and making it and also be the one making them eat it and also be the one making money and doing my thing. So what do you need to do? 
you got to prepare yourself. You, you need to know what do you need. I need somebody to clean my house. My husband is the one that cleans. He likes to clean. You have to be open to your whole life looking different than what you thought. If you really want to have a nice business and be rocking it and doing your mission and vision, you have to be open to popping the bubble that you thought your life was going to be. I never thought my man, my husband was going to be the cleaner. I never thought that. And I used to be turned off when I saw my husband doing dishes. I'm like, that's not sexy. You're supposed to be the man doing all the man stuff. Uh, You know what? Shut up with that shit because that is what fucks up our our little gender bias thing that we're like, men do this and women do that. But then you're that woman that wants to be a boss bitch and make money and not clean and not cook. Well, you got to be open to your partner who wants to help you. And if he doesn't want to help you or she doesn't want to help you, get a cleaner. And think about what your partner's doing. When my husband is cleaning the house, it's the most romantic thing he can do. He's trying to give me some mind space. He's trying to give himself mind space. He's trying to keep our space nice and clean so we feel calm and we feel good. I actually don't care, but I see you, Hamish. Thank you. I'm like, thank you, baby. I love you. We do need dishes. We do need cups to drink our water in. You know what I'm saying? And he's doing that. And we have talked about this, by the way. If you have a partner, you need to discuss this. You need to set up new rules that your family and your parents probably didn't have. And maybe your girlfriends don't have. And maybe society doesn't have. Make your own fucking rules. My husband cleans. I don't cook. I'm on my phone at 9 p.m. at the dinner table. And it's not ideal. It's not how I want it to be forever. But I'm in year two of my business. This year, we're going to make like $500,000, I think, in this business. My second year in business. It's insane. You don't get to do that. You don't get to have these big audacious goals and achieve them without sacrificing something. And it's not even a sacrifice. If you think about it, you've been conditioned to think that you're here to cook and clean and you're here to look after everybody because you're the woman and you're the mother and you're supposed to, what is it? The angel says, um, oh my God, it's an M word. Martyrdom. It's like, we are fucking in martyrdom. We're like, I'll do all the things. I'll do everything for everyone. And then you're fucking resenting everyone. You're resenting your damn kids. You're resenting your partner. You're resenting you don't have a partner. You're resenting women that have it all. It's all this resentment and anger and you're pissed off. And I'm like, put down the fucking soap. Put down the scrub. Put down all that shit you don't want. to Put down the fork. Put it down. Find a delivery meal service. And if you're like, yeah, Eric, I can't afford that yet. Make the fucking money so that you can fucking afford it. That's what it's about. I couldn't afford to have my kids in childcare. I cried. I won an award last year, a digital innovation, an Australian mompreneur award. So it's like mothers who are entrepreneurs. And I won the award. And I remember the question that they asked me, what are three things that you're most proud of that you've been able to achieve in your business? And one of them was I am proud that my business has made enough money that I could put my kids four days a week in childcare. There's no way that when we started our business, if you haven't heard the, the podcast about how we started the business, please go back and listen to it. It's um started from the bottom. Now we're here. It's like the first biz series when I did. And literally when, when I tell you that I had no, we had no money to fucking buy bread, yo, like bread, like a loaf of bread, We were scoundering, trying to find coins in our car when we had our son. He was three months old. 
So when I'm telling you that for us to pay for childcare for both our kids four days a week, that was huge. And the fact that we created that, I created that income to do that. That's still one of my highest. I still go, I'm so grateful that I could do that. And I could pay the childcare, but I still say, I'm so grateful that I could do that. That is one of the best things I do for my kids. My friend Angel taught me how I should put my kids in childcare. And I had all the mom guilt. Yeah, but my little guy, you know, he's a koala bear. He wants to be with his mom. I can't do that. She goes, listen to me. If you don't do that, you're not going to teach your kids the fundamental things that they need to learn as little humans. My son was a koala. You know what a koala means? It means he was like claws latched onto me. He would not let me put him down. He would not let anybody else take him. Nava was like stuck to me permanently. I breastfed him. I co-slept breastfed. He was on me all the time. When, the, when I first started putting his ass in childcare, he would scream and cry and stare me in the eyes. I would leave and I would be crying. I'm like, fuck, man. Not because I was worried about where he was, but because I felt so sad that he felt so sad. You know? I'm telling you, I was about two or three months of that. It wasn't like a week. It was like two or three months of that shit. And what happened? He learned how to speak better. He learned about socializing with children. He allowed me to let him go and he would go to certain childcare ladies. He was like, hi, Vicky. Oh, hi, Kathy. Like he would go to them. He would talk about them at home. He started playing better with kids. He started playing better with his brother. It benefited him so much. He speaks, you know, Spanish, a little bit of Spanish and English. So he was learning how to expand his vocabulary because they teach Spanish a bit in the school. Everything I thought, he started eating different foods that I wasn't cooking. Because I was like, fuck, how am I going to get them to eat veggies? How am I going to do this? Oh, my God. I should be giving them more of this. Oh, 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 I'm a terrible mother. All this fucking bullshit that we tell ourselves. You are not a terrible mother. All right? You are not a terrible mother. The fact that you're asking this question to yourself. The fact that you're listening to this episode. The fact that you're trying. Shows you. Shows me. Shows you. That you give a fuck about your kids. And you're trying to do what's right. We also want to honor you. Honor what you want. When you're fucking happy, when you're happy as a mother, how do you, how do you parent when you're happy? How, what kind of partner are you when you're happy and when you're joy and when you're in fulfillment? How do you do anything? How do you work with your clients when you're happy? I mean, literally, you are better off when you are in a happy space, when you feel good about yourself, when you're doing what lights you up. That's when you're a fucking better mother. Not when you're making organic bullshit smoothies with soy milk and fucking spaghetti bolognese with veggies and shit. That's when you're happy and better. So there's some things you're going to have to change. Make a fucking list. What are you willing to let go of? What are you willing to outsource? What are you willing to no longer do? My husband just found a laundry service. <laughs> Stop playing. He just found a laundry service and he's like, babe, they pick up your laundry. It's like $5 for each kilo or something. They come and get it. They wash it. They fold it. Do you know how difficult laundry is? I know you know. It's fucked up. It never ends. Because when you wash the shit, (laughs) more shit's getting dirty. You got to wash that shit. Then you got to fold all of it, put it away. And then by the time you do that, there's a bunch of fucking more shit you got to wash. I'm like, really? This is ridiculous. There's a service for that. The other day, my girlfriend came to watch my kids for a few days while we went to to Los Angeles. Not a few days. uh, Ten days. We were in Los Angeles. And one of my girlfriends came down. And she has a baby. So she brought her two kids to be with my two kids in our tiny home. 
and she's a champion. Shout out, Chris. I love you. Thank you. And she's like, I need you to go get the cot. And the cot was like 45 minutes away from my house. Uh, the porta cot. It's like a little portable cot for babies, for her baby. And my ass went on a fucking app called Airtasker and I paid somebody $60 to go get that shit and bring it to my house. Not because I'm lazy, because I'm smart. Be fucking lazy. That shit's smart. How, what are some things you can do? And you might be like, damn, that's expensive. Listen to me. To buy a new cot was $90. So I saved $30 buying one. Then what do I do with that? Maybe go to the up shop with it. More trash for the up shop. So I wasn't going to buy one. The $60, it saved me like two hours of my time. Driving there, organizing the time. When was I going to go? I had kept putting it off because I was so busy getting ready to go to Los Angeles, getting ready for my event, all the shit, my kids, you know, life, all the dick sucking that I'm doing, all that stuff. (laughs) Man. Hamish makes fun of me, by the way, that I have like a Joker laugh after watching Joker. And I totally do. It's like, (laughs) it's a bit creepy, but I like it. Anyway, so, you know, I have more things to do with my time. And I knew that if I paid that, it was going to give me time. And what can I do in two hours? I could definitely make more than $60 in two hours. I can definitely create things that will make me more than $60 in two hours. Does that make sense? So for me, I'm like, hold on. This shit's costing me my time and my time is everything. My time in business, your time is everything. And then guess what? When I outsource these things, when I don't cook, I I will cook for my kids because there's no service. So I make, I make meals. I freeze shit. Like I'll make, they love spaghetti and meatballs. Stop playing. And I can, I can put the veggies in there and powder and all the things that's going to help them and their vitamins and all that shit. So I will freeze me some minced meat and like flat, um, Ziploc bags because of time, they, they defrost quick and make pasta for them, you know, or rice and things that are easy and they be eating the same shit. They don't care. So I'm trying to get all cute with the food, mama. Your kids do not give a damn if they have pasta three times a week or four times a week. It, it doesn't like that. They're, they're not like, oh my God, really? Like my kid is two and four. If you have like 12 year olds, good luck to you. Just feed them the same food you buy for your partner and you. I'm like, when my kids are older, we're going to order muscle chef for the whole family. <laughs> All of us are going to eat the same thing. I ain't playing. My kid has allergies too, the four-year-old. And that's hard. So the point of the story is there's things you got to give up. I read my kids, you know, things at night or my husband will read him, read them, you know, bedtime stories at night. Here's what happens too. Because I'm literally, literally lit the fuck up. Go ahead. I'm lit the fuck up because of my job and my purpose and my life and the work I get to do in the world like this for women like you because I am lit the fuck up and I love my life and I love my work I am happy as hell and I have a shitload of energy so that when I am with my kids they get the best of me they get the best of me the first year in business I was not present at all zero presence I ain't even going to pretend to be cute here. I was on my phone. Yeah, yeah, one second, baby, one second. Hold on, mommy's doing something. Yeah, Raven, one second. Yeah, just watch the TV. One second, one second. That's what I was doing. So please don't guilt yourself. You cannot make a killer business in the first year, killing it, six figures. Oh my God, killing it on Instagram. And also give one million percent presents to your child. You're going to fuck that up. I fucked it up. I'm still working on it. I'm much better than I was last year. Because I said to myself, I'm not going to work my face off and ignore my kids. Fuck that. 
we made the money we needed to make. And now I do what I need to do. When my kids are around, I spend time with them and we make an effort to do things with them. Could we be better at that? Hell yeah. Hamish and I are like, we need to book all of the holidays we want to take them on. Even if it's in the same city we live in, a weekend away with the kids an hour away. We booked all our events for the whole year, but we haven't booked our family holidays. Like, fuck, come on. So like, that's the stuff that we're working on getting better at. But you better believe there is no guilt in me when I forget their, their nappies, when I forget my two and a half year old's nappies, or I forgot that I didn't buy wipes. I don't feel guilty. That is your choice. The guilt you want to feel is your choice. Do you pick it up and wear it? Or do you go, no, not for me, thank you. The guilt can stay over there. Trust me, I don't care what happens. I do not feel guilty at all. I do not choose guilt. I choose freedom. I don't choose guilt. I choose to not suffer with that bullshit. I choose to think that I'm doing the best I can with what I have. I choose to think that my children chose me and that they know who the fuck it is I am. And they feel my love. I do not choose guilt. You don't have to pick guilt up. Consider that every time you feel guilty, you are choosing to feel guilty. Make another choice. The podcast I did before this was like, what do you choose to focus on? What are you choosing to focus on? How bad of a mother you are or how much you're giving everyone and how much you love and give. I would focus on that more. That's probably more true than the fact that you're not a good enough mother or you're fucking your kids up. Come on. Give yourself better than that. Because when you believe that bullshit, how do you mother? When you believe you're not good enough, how do you mother? When you believe you can't have your business, the business of your dreams, how do you mother? You just got to create another reality for yourself. I have a, bre- I have a reality that doesn't exist for many people because I created it in my mind. And my mind isn't like your mind. It's my mind. My mind's crazy. I'd be doing all kinds of crazy shit in my head. And guess what? It's okay because I said so. And if someone has something to say about it, I don't need to listen to them. It's my fucking mind. It's my life. It's my reality. It's my kids. It's my choice. Will people disagree? Hell yeah. Look forward to them disagreeing, honey. Of course they will disagree. That's what people do is disagree. They're not living. Your parents will for sure disagree why how you live. Oh, we need to buy a house. Oh, we need a backyard for our kids. Oh, we need this. Fuck that, man. I said to my husband just recently, I was like, you know what? I'm ready to buy a house now. We own our home because Hamish bought it a long time ago because I was happy to never buy a house and just live where I wanted to live, how I wanted to live. Now I've said, yep, I want to get a house. I want to get a big kitchen. I want to stay by the beach. We live where we want to live. I don't live somewhere because of having a house or being able to afford a house. That's fucking jail. You guys want security. That sounds like a fucking prison cell. Security is prison. Fuck security. Do what makes you happy. Do you want to move? Move. Do you want to live somewhere that's more friendly for your kids? Move somewhere else. I love being by the beach. I love being by the cafes. Because I want my lifestyle to be good. Because I could die in three days. I could die tomorrow. I want to live for now. Not live for a future that may never come. So stop. Watch your language as well. Your language of like, I can't do this. I feel bad I did that. I can't, I can't, I can't. Don't say that to yourself because then you never will be able to. Trust me, my love. There's so much you can do by being a mother and having children. Think about all the problems that you can solve for other people. If you're in business and you're just starting out, think about, think about other mothers that feel like you. Share your fucking journey. 
share the juggle. You know, I read a, I read a stat recently, a report recently about why women are not succeeding as much as men in the workforce. And do you know, it, everybody thinks it's because women are, are the caretakers and they have to take time off to look after children. And that's why. And it's actually not that. It is that women think they need to, so they do. No one said women need to look after children. No one said women need to look after the elderly mother. No one said they need to look after the disabled sister. We just do that. We just think that's what is expected of us, so we do that. But no one told us we need to do that. So the fact of the matter is that if you think you need to, you will need to. If you think, you know what, honey, I'm going to go hustle my business and you're actually going to watch the kids and that's how this is going to work. What do you think about that? Let's discuss it. Then that's your reality. If you call in for help, if you get a nanny or an au pair, if you don't know what an au pair is, please Google it. I kind of want to, I kind of want to get a bigger house so I could have an au pair as well. Someone that comes from another country with all the Czechs that speak another language like Spanish and they look after your family for a really good price per week. They live there and they become like another part of your family and they look after your kids 24 seven in the house. Like, yo, I, if my dreams are big, I don't know about you, but my dreams are big. Me and Angel are talking about what do we do? Do we take the kids on the road with us? Do we homeschool them? Do we bring a teacher with us? Do we have an au pair that travels with us? A nanny that travels? Do we take our kids all over the world to do our events? Think about celebrities' kids. They grew up on a fucking tour bus. And yes, a lot of celebrities' kids end up fucked up. Not a lot. Some of them. Because the parents themselves, I feel like, are not working on themselves. A lot of celebrities aren't working on themselves. I'm like, I'm going to create a new reality for my children. We're going to do it our way. I have the times. This is what I do as well, just in case this helps you. I work. There's certain days where I work from my office. And I do things that I need to do in my office. And then there's other days where me and my husband don't work and we have our own days off or we work from home. For example, I only work Tuesday, Thursdays and Saturday mornings. And I don't see one-on-one anymore. I'm doing content. I'm doing live videos. I'm talking to my sisterhood clients, all that, right? Also, by the way, if you're a businesswoman and you're a mother, you need to fucking join the sisterhood. 80% of the women in the sisterhood, my online or my online and in-person coaching year-long program are business owners. 80% of them. How fucking incredible to have a network of other business owners and a network of women who can support each other and pimp each other out and help each other grow. Like my mind explodes thinking about how valuable our community is to one another. It's insane. Insane. You work on your shit. You do what works for you. You make your own rules. You raise your children the way you want to raise your children. You work on your own mindset. And you can make this shit happen for yourself. You do not need to succumb to any of the rules that used to exist for your parents. And you don't need to feel the fucking guilt. And you don't need to make a choice. You can have whatever the fuck you want. My darling, we are in wild times right now. And in order for you to manage your mind and boost your immunity and be level-headed instead of panic, I want to invite you to consider online training, to consider joining a community, a sistership where you are going to be held, where you're going to be supported, where you have a safe space to unravel. And with all this time at home, you can actually better your life and work on yourself. 
Good news as well, I have now done a 12-month payment plan for the online sisterhood. So many women right now are experiencing trouble with their finances, losing their jobs, being single mothers, not knowing when their next money or paycheck is going to come from. And we are navigating that with our current sisterhood members. We are working with every woman that we can in order to support them in these tough times. And I hear you out there saying, I'd love to join the sisterhood, but I can't afford it. I can't afford six payments. So what I've done is made it a year-long program. It's a year-long program with a year-long payment plan. I really, really want you to consider if this is the time for you to join the sisterhood and work on yourself. It is available to you now. Let's do the damn thing. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it, and if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey. Bye.